0: You're listening to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, the place where women leaders, founders, and CEOs come to break free from binge eating so they can have more peace, energy, and make a bigger impact while enjoying the foods they love. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I'm gonna be sharing with you three questions you can ask yourself if you're experiencing hunger but not satisfaction, or if you're experiencing eating a meal, but still feeling hungry, or you eat a meal and you feel full, but you don't feel satisfied. Or if you feel like you just generally always want to be eating, we're going to talk about three questions that you can ask to get to the bottom of this so that you can feel a sense of satiety because nobody wants to feel like you never feel satisfied. And this is something that it's a common struggle that people experience when, especially when trying to lose weight and it is unnecessary. So let's go ahead and talk about how you can use these questions to help yourself. So I want to point out, first of all, that the biggest trap that many fall into when trying to lose weight is just drastically cutting your calories. And this tends to come from a desperation to lose weight as fast as possible. And I get it. And how many times have you tried to do it this way? You know, if I, if for me, I know I tried to do it many, many times. Chances are you can relate. So how many times have you tried to do it by just drastically cutting your calories, trying to eat as little as possible to lose weight as fast as possible, only to have it backfire on you, end up gaining the, regaining the weight that you did lose plus gain more on top of that out of this, you know, because of a backlash effect. You know, doing this by drastically cutting your calories out of a sense of desperation, drastically cutting your calories to lose weight is basically like putting, not putting gas in your car in order to save money. What you're doing is you're trading off short-term benefit for a long-term loss. Over the long term, you're actually losing money if you're, if you don't put gas in your car, or if you like say you don't change your oils, another metaphor that I use sometimes to drive this point home in order to save money. Well, in the long run, you're going to be paying for a new car, right? This is the same thing that we're doing oftentimes when we, when we don't eat enough calories or we don't eat adequately, meaning we are, you know, we're trying to cut out all the fat during the day, for example. Well, that, you know, healthy fats help us to feel satiated. So if you are cutting out all your fats throughout the day, you're depriving yourself of feeling satisfied and really fueling yourself adequately. And so let's talk about these three questions right now. Question number 1, am I eating enough? So, here you go. This is the baseline, right? Just am I eating enough? Am I actually just eating enough food? So, if you are constantly feeling a lack of energy at a certain point in your day, like say around, you know, the afternoon, you notice that your energy just drops. You notice that you feel like your blood sugar just plummets are you eating enough? And, you know, obviously this question isn't asked in a vacuum. Hopefully this goes without saying, but, you know, I guess you could kind of look at this as a disclaimer as well, is that you are a complex being. You have a lot of things going on in your body, with your body, a lot of things that are working together to function that will provide or not provide energy for you. So this is something, this is a question. This is just a guiding question, not to to substitute. It's not a question that is meant to be a substitute for looking at things like blood panels and, you know, um, speaking with your physician and things like that. Like all these things are, it's a holistic thing that you want to be looking at, of course. So I do want to Say that these questions are just guiding questions to support you in making sure that you're actually nourishing yourself. Because when it comes to losing weight, uh, what I see is that a lot of women will sacrifice their energy in order to lose weight as fast as possible. But again, how many times have you tried this approach of drastically cutting your calories? Dr- you know, cutting out foods. That will help you to feel satiated despite the fact that they might add nutritional value, add something to you, to your nutrient stack that's going to provide supportive nutrients. You know, things that help you to be healthy and well. And, you know, when you cut these things out, you actually do not see a a long-term payoff. You see a short-term payoff. And in the long term, you're actually losing the weight loss results that you want. So how many times has that happened for you? I want you to just kind of consider that for yourself. Um, And if you're like many, chances are you've done it more times than you can count. I know I was in that number of people. That was me. You know, I had done this so many times, just hoping and wishing that this time would be different, you know, so maybe you can relate to that. And so you know the analogy that I often use is I've already said it, but I'll I think it bears saying it again. If you are trying to save money by not changing the oil in your car, and you've got you keep that forty bucks in your pocket for a week, two weeks, three weeks, um, maybe months, <laughs> you know. Sadly, I have gone so so long without changing the oil in my car, um, so that's why this example is so easy to. Relate to you. But, you know, what is the damage that's being done to your car? And so when you don't change your oil, and my dad taught me this, you know, when I was before I even started driving, well, you're going to ruin the engine. And engines cost thousands of dollars. So what are you costing yourself in your results by continuing to drastically try to hurry up and get results by drastically cutting your calories? Okay, have I beat that dead horse enough? (laughs) Hopefully so. Next question. This is based on HALT, which you'll hear a lot of times in like recovery circles, any kind of emotional recovery situation, whether it be overeating or, I mean, even drug and addiction, alcohol addiction circles, you'll hear this. It's based on HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. So the question is simply, Am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And what this does is it helps you to first eliminate your physical needs, hunger and fatigue. Like, do you need to eat? Do you need to sleep? Like, these are things that are your baseline. Think of it like, um, if you think of it as sort of like a pyramid at the base of the pyramid is your fundamentals, you know, eating enough, eating adequately. And sleeping. So when I say eating enough and eating adequately, I'm talking about those as being nuances of this, am I eating enough? So it's kind of getting a little bit deeper into this question, question number one that I shared, am I eating enough? Well, on the one hand, there's getting enough calories, which is giving you the energy. But then on the other hand, you want to make sure that that energy is sustained, that it's not just a quick hit and then drops off very fast. How do you do that? How do you make sure that that your energy is sustained? Which if you talk to like a nutritionist, they'll probably talk to you about stabilizing your blood sugar, right? Now, this might look a little different for different people, which is fine. But these are questions that you need to be asking yourself and you need to be asking yourself, you know, how do you feel after eating? How long did that energy last you? And I'll share that something that I share with my students is to combine fiber, protein, and healthy fats together to make sure that your blood sugar stabilizes. And then, so that's, you know, that's part of that adequately equation. You know, we can go down deep down the rabbit hole on that. But this is just hitting your fundamentals right now. This is just what is your foundation, so that you can even take the next step. Because um, you may or may not remember from a previous episode that if you're if you don't have your foundation laid, then you you're not going to even have the capacity to build upon that. So, am I hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? So, question number three: Is my food only co- a coping tool for stress, overwhelm? anxiety, sadness, if you are constantly eating as a way to cope with difficult emotions, if food is the only coping tool that you have, the only tool in your toolbox for managing stress and anxiety and et cetera, then that means you're probably having a lot of cravings you're probably constantly experiencing cravings because life is stressful. I don't know if you if you knew this, if you reckon, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But there's a lot of stresses in life today, especially. You know, I'm an 80s baby and life was not as complex as it is today. With the exponential progression of technology, It creates a lot of additional complexity and additional complexity means that there's a lot more that is coming at you in your life than there was 20, 30 years ago. If we don't exponentially increase our toolbox with the exponential increase of complexity, then we're setting ourselves up to be powerless over what is coming at us which is why I teach the Food Trigger Immunity Framework because this allows you to fortify yourself from the inside out, which by the way is what I teach inside Eat With Balance. So, and the doors for that are opening very soon here. So please do grab a spot on the wait list to be notified when we open the doors. Rishandiyates.com slash Eat With Balance wait list is where you can get on the wait list is my food the only coping tool for stress? And if the answer to that question is yes, then the next step is to start to build a more robust toolkit for dealing with stress. If you're experiencing food triggers, excessive cravings, then right now you might be experiencing um, a sense of powerlessness over food and over your environment. You might feel like, you know, if your partner brings home your favorite foods, you might feel angry and irritable about that because they don't seem to understand that you're trying to eat healthier and lose weight. You know, when you're out and about driving and uh, doing errands, you might pass fast food places or restaurants that or bakeries that... You might feel annoyed by because you smell the smells and those smells trigger you. Or you're nervous to go out and eat with friends because you're afraid that you're going to end up overeating. And so these are the kind of things that happen when you feel like you're powerless over your environment. And, you know, wherever you go, these foods are tempting and trigger cravings and you feel like you have to fight yourself to avoid eating them. Or even if you do try to eat a little bit, it winds up triggering a binge. Maybe you feel guilty and then you end up eating more of it or maybe you try to control yourself. You do go out to that meal and you you feel in control there, but then you kind of grow fatigued of, tr- of trying to implement that control. And then later on in private, maybe you end up overeating on the leftovers or you end up still going out and getting more food after that meal. Is food my only coping tool for stress? These are the kind of things that I see when cravings are really being driven by a method to soothe yourself from the discomfort of these cravings. And so if this is something that you're struggling with, then you'll definitely want to make sure that you do get on the wait list for Eat With Balance and sign up for the three-part series that's coming up where I'm gonna be actually sharing how you can leverage these exact triggers in order to teach your brain how you're the one who's in control so that when you go into all these different situations, you actually feel a sense of peace and you feel a sense of control that is actually a byproduct of your internal conditioning. These questions are questions that again are meant to be guiding questions to help you diagnose exactly what is the path of action that you need to take. And they're also intentionally Uh, what is the word I'm looking for? They are, they're in a hierarchy to help you to start with what is the baseline foundation and then going up to the next level and then going up to the next level. So if you do it backwards, you know, if you're coming into, if you're trying to jump straight to that third question, but you haven't set yourself up for success by eating adequately and eating enough, then it's, not going to work. You're going to end up self-sabotaging. Okay. And you have an episode on self-sabotage that's coming up in the future as well. So look out for that one. Okay. I think that we have covered everything today. This has been three questions to ask when you're always hungry, but never satisfied. We talked about how not to fall into this trap that so many fall into of drastically cutting out foods and drastically cutting calories to try and speed up weight loss and the three questions to ask yourself am i eating enough is the first question the second one is am i hungry angry lonely or tired and the third one is is food my only coping tool For stress. Again, if you want help being able to handle discomfort without using food so that you can lose weight sustainably, then register for the Wired for Weight Loss three part series where we'll be breaking down the exact strategies for how to overcome cravings using the food trigger immunity framework. So you can save your spot at rashandiates.comslash EWB live so that you can join that three-part series when we begin soon. All right, and we're starting on January 25th. I will catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you have gained any value from this episode or from the podcast in general, then I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes. It is such a big help. It helps me to reach more people. And if you did gain any insights, I would love to hear your takeaways and how you're implementing these tools. Over on Instagram, you can follow me at Rishandi Yates and send me a DM and let me know what you are using, what you're taking away from the episode, what your ahas are, things that you're seeing differently. I love having conversations with you over there. And until next time, I'll catch you on an episode, on, an, on another episode. Bye.